My name's Steve Bennett. I'm running for the 37th Assembly District, which covers uh, Southern Santa Barbara County and Western Ventura County. I'd like to begin by discussing some of your qualifications. How will your background and experience help you succeed in this position? Well, I was a high school economics teacher for 20 years um, before I became a Ventura County Supervisor. And I think 20 years of teaching high school students uh, exposes you to an awful lot in terms of uh, the real world and all of the challenges that are out there, number one. Number two, I have 20 years of experience on the Board of Supervisors um, dealing with all of the issues from foster children to um, seniors to uh, all the environmental issues, et cetera, that, that we have uh, out there, all the budget issues issue. So uh, many of the things that the county does is implement the state programs that, that are passed. For example, the whole foster care program, all the mandates come from the state. So 20 years of experience doing that. And then the final thing is um, 14 years ago, we took in a Mexican immigrant family, mom, dad, and three kids. And it was supposed to be just for a few months to let them get back on their feet. We all fell in love with each other. And uh, now it's mom, dad, and four kids. But they have made me much more aware of the problems of the people trapped at the bottom, the people that, so I see on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, uh, I always uh, thought that I was sensitive on this issue, but uh, I don't feel like an old white guy um, doing this job. I feel like the grand grandfather of a Mexican immigrant family uh, doing this job and trying to make sure that they have a great future ahead of them. Which issues and initiatives would you say are the most important right now for Santa Barbara County? Oh, I think two. One, climate change. Santa Barbara County and Ventura counties are the fastest warming counties uh, in California. Uh, and um, so the window to do something about climate change is narrowing. We have to really move the needle. So I want to try to move the needle both in terms of what we do in California, but also expand that because we could get rid of every uh, carbon molecule that we admit. And if it doesn't take place in the whole country and if we don't get the job done globally, um, it would be virtually meaningless. We'd still have all the climate change. So we also have to exercise some leadership in getting others to come along. And the second thing is what I've mentioned to you before, and that is to address the negative impacts of this growing income inequality that we have here. Uh, and that is affordable housing and quality health care and good education retraining for the adults and good educational opportunities for their children. Those are the things that are most important to me, the environment and and uh, this uh, real negative gap that we have out there with income inequality. Santa Barbara County recently moved to the red tier, the second most restrictive category in the state's COVID-19 system. But the virus continues to spread throughout our community. As of this week, the county has totaled 9,319 cases and 115 virus-related fatalities. How will you use your position to support those impacted by the virus, both physically and economically, especially amongst demographics and communities who are most vulnerable? I will try to do the same things in the state legislature that I've already been doing down here as a Ventura County Supervisor. Uh, just to give you an idea, what we've done down here is, number one, uh, we created a rental assistance program where we're trying to use county funds and some federal funds that came in and try to help people with their rent. 
um, that are, are caught. The second thing that we've done is we've created a very innovative farm worker resource program where we have county employees and their only job is to go out and interact with all of the farm workers in Ventura County. And they speak Mesteco, Spanish and English, these workers. Um, and they try to help them adapt to all of the challenges of living here. And uh, what's been great about that is then when COVID hit, we had this innovative program. It's the only one in the state, it's, uh, first of its kind, everybody's sort of watching to see how it's gonna go. But these people had the connections so that the farm workers, one of the most vulnerable groups to, to being exposed to COVID, we already had relationships with them and with their employers. And so we were able to get that information. At the state level, we have to do two things, and that is get good information to the counties to make sure that they um, stay on top of uh, uh, what information they have to pass on to their citizens, but also give them the resources that they need uh, to be able to implement these programs. This past summer, California has been devastated by the worst fire season in history, with a record-breaking 4 million acres burned. In your opinion, what are the primary factors driving this devastation and what solutions do you propose to mitigate the effects of climate change in California? Well, what's, what's driving it is climate change and climate change has created uh, some severe droughts and the severe droughts have meant that there's less moisture content. Uh, and so consequently, when the wind blows a fire, it moves faster. And so we've had a series of record-breaking fires here in the last five years. Uh, and it's because the moisture content in the soil um, and in the plants has been uh, at record lows. And so it allows the, this, the fire to spot forward so much farther. Um, so um, one, we just have to become aware of that. There's not anything in the short run we can do that's going to change the climate uh, and the impacts that we have. So I think it's uh, very much about preparing ourselves uh, so that we have uh, everybody as safe as possible. So we need in high fire risk areas, we need evacuation zones for people to go to. So they don't all clog a road trying to get all the way out of town. We need to harden structures and give people incentives and insurance companies and, and homeowners incentives for hardening their structures so that they're less likely to catch on fire. Um, and uh, uh, the ability of uh, the ability of us to survive this until we uh, get to another area is going to, I think, be focused mostly on the hardening of the structures. I know President Trump keeps talking about clearing the forest, um, and that is uh, uh, mostly the federal government that has most of that forest land. Number one, and number two, the grasslands move a fire just as fast. The evidence is showing as um, as as, uh, as the other. So the focus. I think is on hardening structures and preparing safe evacuation routes and safe places. Following nationwide protests earlier this year in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, America is undergoing a cultural reckoning on topics of racial injustice. If elected, how will you work to combat and break down systematic racism in Santa Barbara County? Well, one, we all have to recognize we have it. And those of us that are not people of color need to be even more self-reflective about what we've been overlooking. 
I think the fact that, as I mentioned earlier, having the Mexican immigrant family with us, I've become more sensitive to the challenges of their Latinx culture and the rejection that they get. Uh, oftentimes, I see it in the schools they, that they get from uh, 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 from, a, from the, the white culture uh, and some of the parents, et cetera. And it, it has an impact. And yet, I don't think the white parents are even aware of, they're not very aware of the impact that they're having. So one, it's gonna take a significant amount of that. And then the second thing is, it's gonna take a lot of courage and a lot of strategy on the part of all of us who want change. I want to try to change the culture of police departments so that they're more proactive in this area. Uh, I want us to uh, all uh, reflect. And what I'm really concerned with is that the violence that's taking place in places like Portland is distracting everybody from really maintaining a long-term commitment to the Black Lives Matter movement. You can already see uh, the Black Lives Matter movement is not as much in the press now as it was in August. Uh, and that's a tragedy for us because we haven't been able to make the changes yet uh, that we desperately need uh, to try to address systemic racism. Last question. Is there anything else that you'd like to add or a final message to leave to those listening? Well, I, I think that... Uh, this is an opportunity for me to address the, the, the um, younger generation in Santa Barbara. I'm passionately committed uh, to uh, fighting back these authoritarian uh, right-wing sort of pushes that I think are really uh, destroying our, our, our democratic uh, sort of principles and values out there, but also um, I really want to fight that because I think the young people of America and of California and of Santa Barbara are going to be much better off if we have a progressive, proactive, positive looking, hopeful future rather than a fearful, divisive one. Thank you. Thank you, candidate for Assembly 37, Mr. Steve Bennett. Election day is November 3rd and your vote is more important than ever. Due to the pandemic, mail-in ballots are being sent to every registered voter in California. Don't forget to mail your ballots in early or drop them off at one of the several secure drop boxes around the county. Thanks for tuning in with KCSB News.